everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well today. Good. A uh, wet start to our Wednesday, 64 degrees. Right now, showers and thunderstorms throughout the morning, and then a chance of a shower or two still lingering this afternoon. And today's high will only uh, get up to 79, and I say only because yesterday uh, we had a high of 87 degrees. But it was uh, a little sticky out on the golf course yesterday. It was, thank God for that breeze. Um, and really the cloud cover. But uh, yeah, it was sticky. It was hot. But uh, had a great day out on the golf course yesterday. Uh, it's going to uh, gradually get cooler throughout the week. So enjoy the warm, warm water. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping they don't cancel your grandson's ball game tonight. Oh my gosh. Due to the weather. Because as you know, that's what we like to do on Wednesday nights. Go to the ball fields. They canceled it Monday for no reason. For no reason. No reason. Yeah. Yeah, no reason. I'm actually canceling tomorrow's uh, soccer practice for no reason as well, <laughs> um, just because. So, sorry, parents. We do need uh, some nicer weather for later today because it's the 73rd anniversary of the Lillian Missionary Baptist Church, and Pastor Hines is inviting the whole community to come by for dinner. Yeah, drive through dinner. Yep. That's going to be great. Um, I saw this on our website this morning and uh, just reminded me of all the work that Pastor Hines has done in this community uh, to get mm -hmm. the, uh, the church to where it is today and the amount of people that uh, he helps in the community is, is awesome. And he's one of our, uh, he's been a, one of our longtime good, good friends for, mm -hmm. for over 20 years really. 6 till 9 p.m., just drive up. It's a drive-up dinner. They'll have fresh fish, chicken, um, also uh, ribs, and all the fixings. Dinners are free. Uh, the celebration will be highlighted by the unveiling of the newly created Historical Church Library. And uh, the library tells the story of Lily's journey from uh, nothing and uh, all the years of uh, Reverend uh, George W. Wade and uh, the years of Pastor James Hines. So it's uh, quite, quite a story. So you're invited to come by tonight from 6 till 9. And also tonight, Grass Lake Farmer's Market. Grass Lake Farmer's Market. Yeah, that should be, should be great. And is that 4 to 7 tonight? Yes, 4, four to, to seven. 7. Yeah, great. And Jackson County is having a meeting on the water in the Cascades. And appropriate uh, that we have a rainy day for that. That will be at the Urban Fisheries uh, this evening. More details on our website. But apparently the neighbors around the Cascades have water in their basement. Really? Ah, uh, and they're blaming the Cascades. Really? I did not know that. Yeah. Which, uh, which, area, uh, uh, which, which area of homes do you I, know? I'm not sure. We should find out. Yeah. That's, well, it's, Really? It's affecting a lot of people. Interesting. You know who would know the answer to that? Steve Shotwell. He would. He would. Yes. So we'll, we'll find that out. Yeah. So there's a lot of interest in, in that. Well, we're uh, continuing to see some improvement, but some, uh, I, I guess, uh, some areas of uh, alarm, too, um, with uh, the COVID pandemic here in Jackson County. 18 new cases reported at noon yesterday from the previous day, and we've had two new deaths in Jackson County. Uh, statewide, we surpassed the 19,000 mark deaths. <sighs> yesterday over 19,000 it's, it's it's incomprehensible it really, really. is yeah. 19,000 people in the state of Michigan uh, Michigan is number eight in the United States in terms of deaths number of deaths hmm. we're number 10 by population but number eight you know it'll be uh, fascinating to look back in 10 years when oh, I'm sure all these commissions and reports will be done on, on how each state handled their response. You know, we're going to pay millions of dollars for people to study how we did this so we do it better the next time. It'll be, it'll be fascinating to see what we did well, what we did wrong, um, you know, what we're doing well right now, what we're doing wrong right now. It'll be interesting because uh, even now, 100 years later, we really look back on what um, the response was during the uh, Spanish flu epidemic. <laughs> We're essentially doing the same thing, yeah. except we have vaccinations now. Yeah, it turns out that you know, really all most of us knew from the Spanish flu was like what it said in that little page of the history book. Yeah. But uh, I have a feeling that kids in school right now will uh, have a different perspective 
on uh, on public health and, and things like that. I, I just can't imagine if I was going through this in uh, you know grade school or high school, I would have been just a complete mess. Probably failure maybe would have been mm -hmm. even the word. And my reaction probably would be different too if I had school age kids during the Yeah, you would, have been, you would have been angrier probably than you are now. I'm not angry. Uh, the country, here's good news, surpassed uh, the 50% mark on fully vaccinated people uh, yesterday. So now half the country uh, fully vaccinated. That's great news. That's great news. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask your opinion on the Myosha uh, return to work and employers enforcing the vaccination. You really can't do anything, can you? You really just um, can post the sign. Yes, um, that's very controversial. It is, yes. and then it seems like some people, uh, or if you don't get vaccinated, it's it's kind of a ticket to work from home for the rest of your mm -hmm. life. Is what it seems like companies. to me for yeah. some for some companies, um, because that's that's one of the only choices you have. All right, <clears throat> it is legal to require your employees to be vaccinated, but it's not legal to ask questions about it because it's oh. a violation of HIPAA. Brandon, I'm sorry about all those <laughs> questions I've been asking you every day. I know. Dang it. The response by employers is mixed. Some uh, employers are already welcoming em employees back to the workplace. At Consumers Energy, they set July 1st as the return to work day, but they're offering uh, employees uh, still the option to work from home if they want to. Yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah. We did welcome uh, mo some of our employees back really the mm -hmm. day after the pandemic started because we had to. Interesting, we had um, one of our employees who was at work from home the whole time. We have hired uh, a couple of people during the pandemic and they did, they never met till yesterday. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah. oh That's God. true, isn't that right? Yeah. Tyler and Jeff. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And yeah. they sit across from each other now. <laughs> they do. It's like, who's Man, this guy? I, I don't even know who's I didn't even recognize are. Tyler when he came I back. didn't either. Speaking of Tyler, uh, Cedar Point. Right, this is mm -hmm. a big controversy. Cedar Point is going to be closed uh, a couple days in the next coming weeks. They're gonna be closed two days a week for the next coming weeks. That's, I think, eight days. Because, well, some people say they can't find workers. Mm -hmm. I say they don't have their typical workers <laughs> because <laughs> right. um, obviously, um, you know, a lot of places like this, amusement parks, tourist areas, Mackinac major Island. resorts, um, they rely on international workers, and uh, it's not as easy to pull that off uh, under the pandemic. Uh, a lot of the visa programs have been discontinued, at least in our state. Cedar Point is offering, if you're interested in the job, Cedar Point is offering a $500 signing bonus, and they've uh, increased the uh, seasonal and part-time wage for all positions to $20 an hour. That's a 100% increase over last year. Hmm. Plus free tickets, um, their special events, and hmm. on and on. I think Austin just quit. On his way to Cedar Point. Yeah. Actually, uh, we've we have relatives, we have people that we know that work there. It's not a fun job. It's not. Yeah. It's a terrible job. But hopefully, some mm -hmm. of the uh, graduating seniors from Sandusky High School just go over there and get a nice job, <clears throat> make a little coin uh, mm -hmm. before you head off to college. Some other uh, openings and closings. The Unemployment Insurance Agency announced that they will be reopening for uh, in-person office visits mid-July, which is odd because the governor says we can now work in offices effective Monday, but the unemployment office still closed until at least mid-July. And speaking of uh, summer fun, the MSU Dairy Store Ooh. announced that they are going to reopen in the fall. Oh, I had a panic attack in there once. Do you <laughs> yeah, remember when right. we all went? Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, that, that was a legitimate panic attack. I will never go back there. Well, you can't go this summer. Don't worry. I don't like it there. Brandon, have you ever been? You're a Sparty. I have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you like it? It's, right. it's kind of weird, right? It's weird. Yeah, it is different. Uh, no lines at the MSU Dairy Store this summer. But That's lines of quality dairy. Quality dairies open. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so are uh, our ice cream stores in Jackson. That's like right. They sure are. Amenities. 
uh, Frosty Boy. Oh yeah, I, we go to uh, Amanetti's <clears throat> twice a week I know. in our family. Mm -hmm. We've got um, in Lansing yesterday, the uh, legislature, uh, the Senate passed a bill that would ban the uh, health departments from requiring vaccinations among children for COVID, which is interesting because there is no vaccinations for COVID among children. Hmm. And there's never been a law requiring uh, vaccinations. Who's in charge of doing all this paperwork for things that don't exist? I don't know. They're, they're looking for solutions to problems that don't exist. But at the same time, the uh, legislature missed the deadline for spending, for distributing the uh, CARES Act money to school districts. They had um, a 60-day deadline that expired on Monday and the money still has not been distributed to school districts in violation of the federal government and the CARES Act, and the money just sits there. It's just unbelievable. Mm. But how, how long has that money been sitting I there? I don't know. They're long gonna, time. What's going to happen is they're going to have to send it back. They are going to have to send yeah, it back. They'll have to and send it back. And then we're going to complain when, mm -hmm. you know, we could have used that money to take care of some other things. But mm -hmm. anyways, one thing we don't have a problem with is sports coverage. It's time for the Extreme Dodge scoreboard for Jackson County and Jeff Steers was where he was every night, which is everywhere. It's Should the we... busiest week in high school sports. Are we giving Jeff, Jeff enough gas money? Are you kidding me? <laughs> let's uh, let's get things started with baseball. Blissfield, they are very good. They knocked off Columbia 11-1 and 15-0. Jonesville, they took care of Concord 10-4 and 8-6. Bobby Ward struck out seven in the second game for Concord. Lumen Christie three, Western two. Connor Dancer had a pair of hits for the Titans in the win. Brody Dalton struck out six on the mound. Western seven, Lumen Christie four. Panthers scored four times in the bottom of the seventh to pull out the win. Union City 12, Springport two, and then they won the second game. 16. Remember Union City? Yeah, I don't like Union City. No offense. Well, actually offense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 16 to 3. Uh, Marshall 16, Northwest 6. Ethan Anspaugh struck out 5 for the Mountie Boys. Marshall 12, Northwest 0 in the second game. Over to softball. Northwest 12, Marshall 0, and Northwest 10, Marshall 0. Is that uh, Derek Anspaugh's boy? Uh, I assume so. Yeah. Yes, I assume so. Uh, Blissfield 14, Columbia Central 10, and then Blissfield 24, Columbia Central 2. Blissfield scored 13 runs in the fourth inning against the Golden Eagles. It was Jonesville 10, Concord 0, and 22-0 in their Big 8 matchup. Lyra Nichols pitched a no-hitter for Jonesville in Game 2. Western 17, Lumen 0. Western 17, Lumen 1 in softball. Springport took care of Union City 18-3 and 15-2. Just blowouts all over. Yeah. A lot of blowouts. Uh, boys golf. Vandercook Cascades Conference Jamboree. Hanover Horton won the last one of the season at Ella Sharp. They shot a four-man total of 155. Napoleon was second. Michigan Center took third. East Jackson Grass Lake fifth. In the Big 8 Conference Tournament, Springport High School finished second with a four-man total of 397. Concord fourth at 469. And in girls tennis, the I-8 Tournament, Western, they won the I-8 for the first time with 58 points. Lumen Christie finished second with 54. Caroline Davenport and Tavia Hess won singles titles at one and two. The number two doubles team of Allison Delore and Bella Bruchaber and the number two team of Kenzie Hiller and Faith Holton. Big win. And then 8-0 Western. Chelsea took care of Western 8-0 to finish the season. And that's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard. Extreme Dodge had a record month and would like to thank the Jackson area for your continued support. If you're thinking about buying or selling, Now's a great time, including 0% for 72 months. If you're thinking about buying or selling, please think about our friends at Extreme Dodge. And that's it, the Extreme Dodge scoreboard. Our job of the day being brought to you by Michigan Works Southeast. And today's job of the day is from Henry Ford Allegiance Health. As you know, there's a big need for uh, nurses. There's a nationwide shortage. And 
here at Henry Ford Legion's Health, they've got some great opportunities for those who are passionate about providing care to patients and serving the community. Henry Ford Legion's Health works every day to provide affordable, efficient, and excellent care to each of their patients, but they can't do it alone. They need your help. Current opportunities include registered nurse in home care and hospice. Uh, that's a full-time job. You will be working one patient at a time. All Henry Ford Legion South registered nurses are eligible for tuition reimbursement, employee discounts, affordable health care options, retirement. Henry Ford Legion South, all for you. Learn more at henryford.com careers. Uh, check out more opportunities, including more details about the Henry Ford Legion South nursing opportunities online at jtv.tv on the JTV job board. Who's on the show today? Today we have Matthew Budd from the Health Department and Craig Hatch from Experience Jackson with Rick Brenner from MIS. Matthew Budd is next on The Morning Show. You need a plumber? Grimes Plumbing Company. Licensed and insured. Proudly serves the Jackson area with fast, reliable service and competitive pricing, both for repairs and new installs. For fast, reliable plumbing service, call Grimes Plumbing today. And remember, we love water. the facts about the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective and provide our best hope of ending the pandemic and returning to normal. The walk-in clinic at Center for Family Health is providing vaccines Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. No appointment is necessary. Don't delay. Stop in today. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all in Jackson County for 30 years. Just imagine how long your retirement will be. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? Do you have enough saved? Can your retirement portfolio survive a stock market downturn? So many times I hear, I wish I would have talked to you sooner. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors and I'm here to answer your questions. Northwest High School offers many dual enrollment programs where we can take college classes through JCC or even Baker College, which is a great opportunity. Other opportunities that we offer to support our students, um, we have study labs, we offer assessment retakes, after school study labs. Teachers have their own calendar of times where students can come before school or after school, so the opportunities to help students is endless here at the high school. Never walk away from your McDelivery when roommates are around. Because, hey, they're only human. Get a free crispy chicken sandwich with code CRISPYCHICKEN on orders $15 or more. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. And with us now from the Jackson County Health Department is Matthew Butt. Morning, Matthew. Good morning. It's been... Uh, it's nice to see you without the mask on for the first time um, in the building. So obviously things have changed. Vaccinated uh, adults can go indoors or outdoors unvaccinated. How have things changed uh, at the health department? Uh, you know, there's been a lot of changes over the last couple of weeks um, with the announcement from the CDC with uh, new guidance, new recommendations for vaccinated individuals and indoor outdoor masking. Um, and then, of course, the state quickly followed through with that. So there have been a lot of changes to keep up with, and, and they're still coming out. So MyOSHA um, just published their guidance on Monday um, that helps employers know what they need to do for their employees and to keep the workplace safe. Um, for us, you know, we're, we're getting with the times. We're going with the guidance. So in the health department, um, 
you know, by and large, we're going by maskless mm -hmm. um, for vaccinated individuals at least. And then uh, uh, the exception there is, of course, we're also healthcare. So in our clinics, which are starting to reopen, we have our sexual health clinic and our immunization clinics in our departments, and, and we're uh, taking individuals by appointments there, which is great because we're a little bit behind with back to school immunization. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're, we're getting started there. And uh, when we're seeing patients, of course, clients coming in, we're, we're wearing masks. The um, age for vaccinations has lowered to 12. And I'm interested to know how many or what kind of response among 12 to 16 year olds we're seeing getting vaccinated? Well, it'll take some time. They've only had uh, about two weeks, a little less to, to get their first vaccines, but we had some 12, 13 year olds come to us that first day it was available and say, I've been waiting for this, I want that vaccine. Mm -hmm. um, we've also, as I think you both of you know, we have some great school districts in our county. We were able to get out to um, Hanover Horton, Vandercook Lake, East Jackson to vaccinate students 16 to 18, but also offer it to students 12 to 15 as well. Um, and that was just last week. Um, and there's several other schools in the area who we've been able to um, reach out to, let them know we're doing vaccinations, uh, help connect them with other pharmacies who could do offer vaccines to their students or on site. And then Center for Family Health, of course, has the clinics at JPS and Northwest. So I know that they've been giving vaccines to uh, some of the students as well. It seems like everyone that has has the ability and has wanted one has been able to get one. What uh, what is the health department doing for folks that can't leave their house or you know maybe don't have access to the technology? Yeah, um, you know there's a lot of things going on there, and we've partnered with uh, a few different organizations. So looking at Disability Connection, Department on Aging, Area Agency on Aging, and Center for Family Health, as well as. Um, uh, the Jackson County Ambulance, uh, to look at ways to gather information on who's homebound or who's at home, who has difficulty leaving home, and how can we get their information so that we can get a nurse out there to give them that vaccine. So it, it's it's going a little slow. Um, there's only, because so, we have to sit with them we have, uh, for 15 minutes after we give them the vaccine, make sure they're doing okay. So it takes a little bit of time out of the day, but we're, we're working on it for sure. And if you need that vaccine and you're at home or um, your parents do or a friend does, uh, make sure to call Area Agency on Aging Disability Connections and, and try to get set up there. The uh, Director of Preventive Health, Matthew Budd, and I've always wondered, is it preventive or preventative? Oh, my title is really long, actual, uh, actually. It's uh, Director of Personal and Preventative Health Services. So I usually just say Director of, um, of Health Services, just to make it a little easier. Um, but Preventative Health Services. So you have a lot of catching up to do with all the other things that the health department is res responsible for. What are some of the things that uh, you're, you're uh, in a hurry up mode on? Oh, um, reopening our clinic. So really re getting people back into our immunization clinics. People really wanted to get their shingles vaccine again, uh, of course, and we are open, able to accommodate that. Um, but really looking at childhood immunization rates across the state, across the country, um, things like measles and, and, and diphtheria, the, the vaccination rates have gone way down. And we want to get our clinic open so we can start offering those again to our community. Um, so that's one of the things we've really been prioritizing. We're open on Mondays for immunizations and then opening up on Thursdays next week. And we'll probably get back to three to four days a week here really soon. Yeah. We've been hearing that uh, flu has been really way down this past year. What, what about Jackson County? What, what's the incidence of, of flu this season? Um, you know, I I've get monthly reports, and I'll be honest, I really haven't seen much flu activity. And there's, there's a lot of guesses as to why, of course. And, and, and the big one I think everyone's pointing to is all of the students were wearing masks. Mm -hmm. And if you look at long-term cares, everyone was either wearing masks or there was little low to low, no traffic. Um, in Michigan, I believe there's only one death for flu this year, which is just um, really startling. So, so it's quite a change. Um, so, so we do, I, you know, I'm a little bit curious to see what next year will bring with the flu. Yeah. But it was a really good flu season for us, um, but, uh, you know, really bad with COVID, which is that other respiratory disease going around right now. Talk about uh, some other services that you guys have. I know the sexual health clinic. Talk a little bit about what um, is available there. I know um, there's a lot of teens in the area that you know can come in and seek help. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, you know, our, our, we have our sexual health clinic that is open. We actually tried to remodel the space a little bit to make it a bit more comfortable and friendly. It's not such a cold waiting room at right. this point, or at least we're working on that. Um, but we do offer services for, for individuals who um, think that they might have an infection or have some general questions they would like answered. Um, and we do have some resources there too, like preventative uh, resources like condoms and things like that available um, to teens and adults. Um, we have seen in Jackson County an increase in sexually transmitted infections over the last several years, and, and that's right along with the state as well. Mm -hmm. um, so that is something, of course, we're really interested in, in um, helping to prevent. Mm -hmm. I wonder if those um, cases are down, like the flu, because mm -hmm. of the lack of uh, interaction among people. We, during uh, you know, surprisingly, uh, we did not see much of a decrease in those infections. I think you know people still get around mm -hmm. a, a little bit into the city and have their friends and acquaintances and. Um, by and large, I think there might have been a small dip, <laughs> but uh, you know, and, and part of it too is there might not have been much testing early on in the pandemic. No, as right. you remember, in early April and May, not many people were, were getting tests, so it, we might be playing a little bit of catch up right now too. Is the uh, health department um, back to doing contact tracing for COVID? Um, well, so, so contact tracing case investigation never really stopped in our county, but we are still working very closely with the state. Um, and then we're using a kind of a, a bank of state employees to help us with our case investigations and contact tracing. That way we can shift back to being in the clinic more. Mm -hmm. So um, we are kind of sharing some of that responsibility with the state at this time so that we can offer our services again. Yeah. And folks can uh, choose any of the three vaccines at the uh, health department. What's the most popular? We're giving a lot of Pfizer right now, and it's because of those, you know, 12 to 17 year olds. Right. Um, absolutely. Um, but we do have our Moderna vaccine, uh, which is, again, two doses, and our Johnson & Johnson vaccine, too, which is great for people who just want one, mm -hmm. one jab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but we, we will offer any vaccine we can. Uh, Moderna said yesterday they're expecting to apply for emergency use authorization for 12 to 16 year olds with their vaccine. Does that change anything? Is there enough Pfizer supply for those 12 to 16 right now? Right now, because supply or uh, demand has been somewhat minimal. Um, you know, we're, we're getting 10 to 15 walk-ins per day, which is fantastic. And I know that a lot of the pharmacies are getting walk-ins each day too. So there's a, a steady stream. Um, right now, I think if anyone wants any of vaccine in particular, I wouldn't worry about supply. Mm -hmm. we, we have enough to accommodate. We are with Matthew Budd from the Jackson County Health Department and more with Matthew after this quick break. All for one elite team making the impossible possible. All for one innovative plan built for one cancer fighter, you. All for one goal, rising above your cancer at the Henry Ford Cancer Institute, we're in this fight together. And at our global destination, we'll take care to the next level. De-stress with art at Kate's Art School in Brooklyn. Classes are for beginners and offer extensions for more advanced students as needed. Learning opportunities include drawing, painting, mixed media, sculpture, and ceramics. Go to katesartschool.com to find the perfect class for you. Almost 17 years at the old plant. Never thought I'd see the day when we shut her down. But we're going coal free. I stayed on for two years to monitor the air quality. I'm still with the company and we're still keeping the air clean. This is what it's all about. If you're looking for a personalized car buying experience, then visit the team at Auto Merchants. Buy, sell, and trade without the backroom haggling. You'll work with one person start to finish. Put our 30 years of financing experience to work finding your next ride. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. 
It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Roseville, Lenaway, Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CNB is banking that stays in the community. Why is Recruit Specialized Staffing the right choice for you? At Recruit, we have great benefits that we offer from day one, plus great referral bonuses. We have an easy application process that is offered in person or remotely. So apply online today at RecruitSpecialized.com or in person at 1030 Lawrence Avenue in Jackson or call 795-2515 for more information. That number again is 795-2515. At Recruit, we work for you. Recruit Specialized Staffing, an equal opportunity employer. We're with Matthew Budd, who is the Director of Personal and Preventative Health Services for the Jackson County Health Department. And earlier we were talking about your partnership with schools to uh, get in there and educate and, and offer the vaccine. Uh, you think probably we're going to start next school year working on that partnership again to try and continue the process? Yeah, I, I do imagine that this will be a continued effort. Um, you know, we all know the benefits of vaccination right now. You don't have to wear a mask and that will change in July. Uh, we're still waiting to really see with CDC guidance what that will mean for schools. Right now, CDC still recommends that schools continue to wear masks, even their vaccinated teachers. Um, but I do anticipate we'll see a lot of changes. And with that, we'll probably still be continuing to offer vaccines to people who are turning 12 and to schools and children who haven't had a chance yet. Um, I, I do think because we've been able to get to the schools last week, uh, when we do return to the schools to offer those second doses, we're going to get some new people who want their first dose, right? Mm -hmm. I think there's this mentality out there, and, and, I, and I totally understand why. They want to see other people get it first. Sure. They want to make sure three weeks later they're still okay and they mm -hmm. want that second vaccine. So we'll be there and, and able to offer those first vaccines to people who missed it. And um, come, come fall, when schools get back in session two, we'll be available to offer either on-site vaccine clinics or, uh, of course, offer that COVID vaccine when somebody comes to our immunization clinic mm -hmm. for their childhood vaccines. Uh, we're hearing that there may be uh, a third uh, dose that uh, vaccinated people will need as a booster, uh, maybe as soon as the, the fall. Are you making plans to uh, institute another vaccination the, campaign? Well, we're, we're uh, kind of watching and waiting at mm -hmm. this point. Um, right now, the vaccines we have work really well against the, the UK variant that's spreading in Michigan, and that's, that's the most common variant our common strain of COVID-19 really in Michigan at this point is that strain of COVID that came from the UK. Um, the South African variant that's also in the US, our vaccines are still effective against them, but a little bit less so. And then that Brazil variant that's starting to circulate around the US as well, our vaccines aren't quite as effective. So what the vaccine manufacturers are really doing is they're trying to watch, okay, are there any new strains that are popping up? Are they less resistant to the vaccine? Do we need a booster that might have coverage for that? Um, and I can kind of equate that to the flu vaccine. Every year, we of course monitor what were the flu strains going around the globe, what flu, flu strains do we need to make sure are included in the vaccine this year so that we have protection against those strains that are circulating. Yeah, but there is a booster required. I th that's gonna be tough for people, I think. I think that's gonna be... The booster? I think it'll be tough for people to go back and get that. So that'll be a challenge, I, I think, getting that into people's I, arms. I think right now, um, you know, the hope is that we won't, it won't look the same, right? I don't mm -hmm. think that people will, won't have zero protection against these strains. There's still a lot of protection from the vaccine we've had, theoretically. Um, so if you do still get sick, you still have some protection. You mm -hmm. probably won't be as hospitalized, lower chance of death. Um, I, I do anticipate if there is a booster, it'll probably come through some of the channels we have open to us right now, like some of the pharmacies that have it, some of the primary care offices. So it should be more convenient mm -hmm. and more accessible. That's what I'm hoping. Sure. <laughs> It's amazing, six uh, weeks ago, Michigan was the hotspot. We were uh, leading the nation in hospitalizations, new cases and deaths. Uh, what a dramatic decline in just yeah. six weeks. Is it the vaccine? Looking at the vaccine, if I look at our vaccination rates, so I can't say causation, but I can say if we look at some of our older adults, the people who are most likely to be vaccinated, their COVID-19 rates, very minimal. Mm -hmm. uh, people who get the vaccine, very, very low chance of getting coronavirus, of course. And of course, we, we heard those numbers 90 to 95% effective for Pfizer and Moderna. Yes. Uh, and we're something like 75% uh, of Jackson County adults 65 plus have been vaccinated. Yeah, we're almost 80% of people 65 plus. Wow. It's great. It's great. That is great. Well, thanks for all the information and thanks for coming in today. Of course. Thanks. Thank you for having me.
Matthew Budd, uh, among other things, Director of uh, Preventative Health for the Jackson County Health Department. Stay tuned. Up next, a uh, special edition of the uh, Experience Jackson Connection with Rick Brenner from Michigan International Speedway and Craig Hatch from Experience Jackson joining Andy after this. Attention auto enthusiasts and casual cruising fans. The thrill is in the hunt. From the sleek curves of a candy red Stingray to the imposing frame of a jet black GTO. There's a surprise around every corner. Downtown car shows take place May through September on the fourth Friday of every month from 5.30 to 8 p.m. There's free fun for the whole family, including contests, giveaways, live music, and more. For more information, contact the Downtown Development Authority at 517-768-6410 or jacksondda.org. Make your dreams possible with a personal loan from American One Credit Union. Through May 31st, 2021, open a personal loan and be entered to win a $500 gift card of your choice with a new winner each month. Personal loans can be used for weddings, home improvement projects, vacations, and more. Visit AmericanOneCU.org for more information and to apply today. Federally insured by the NCUA. Yes, we know, pet insurance can be a bit confusing, but it doesn't have to be. The Personal Lines team at Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, is here to help. We've flipped the script to provide the modern pet parent with clear choices and access to the latest technology, including an app that allows you to make claims, talk to a live vet 24-7, and even manage playdates. If you're interested in a quote, look up Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, at waltonpetinsurance.com. Walton Insurance Group, we're here. Minuteman Sewer and Drains, because no matter when it is, as always, Minuteman Sewer and Drain is there with same-day service 24-7, 365. Minuteman Sewer and Drain will be there on that day when you need them. MinutemanSewer.com. We're driven to be the best. We're Jimmy's Towing. Breaking down is always inconvenient and you never know when it's going to happen. From lockouts and flat tires to jump starts, Jimmy's Towing is on the job 24-7, 365. For fast response anytime, anywhere, the name to remember is Jimmy's. Save our number in a safe place, and if you're in an accident, request Jimmy's Towing. We're driven to be the best, we're Jimmy's Towing. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV and right now we're getting ready to experience Jackson and from experience Jackson I have CEO Craig Hatch and from Michigan International Speedway President Rick Brenner. Good morning guys. Good morning. Good morning. So this is uh, first I'll start this is it's got to be good to be sitting here knowing that you're going to have fans you're going to have uh, some events and things are just going to be a little bit closer back to normal this year for you Rick. Yeah I think for for everybody right yeah. for all of us just as people it's nice to uh to see things coming back to normal and uh, yeah. and be here talking and seeing Craig and, and supporting Experience Jackson and being on your show. So yeah. thanks for having me. Talk a little bit about the pandemic. I think, you know, big news was MIS going from two races to one. Um, is that a, a pandemic induced situation or is that just kind of the way NASCAR is moving? Well, I think if you looked, uh, NASCAR made the most set, the biggest set of significant schedule changes since 1969 last year. A lot of it was driven by the fans' desire for short tracks, uh, for road courses, for different action. And we just happened to be that big two mile yeah. oval. Uh, but we are looking at it as a positive in the sense of let's just blow out August 
uh, make it as big as we can yeah. possibly be and keep uh, doing what we do, creating a best-in-class guest experience for our guests. Great way to uh, end the summer with family, with uh, an experience at the track. It really is, and we've done so much, uh, as Craig knows very well, to create a family environment there, and it's really resonated with our fans. We've seen a real reaction. We have uh, family rules in different campgrounds. We've got everything from yoga to bingo to church services in the campgrounds. Also have that spring break party yeah. if you want to relive those days too. So yeah. we've got a little something for everybody. It's been great. As a CEO of Experience Jackson, to, to have an asset like Michigan International Speedway in our backyard. Um, just talk about how that impacts the community. Well, it, it, it's so important. You know, 20 tracks in the nation right? out of 50 states. And here in Little Jackson, Michigan, we have one of the premier tracks that to go back to the Roger Penske days, <clears throat> the community here that has helped build that, um, it, it's amazing and very important. And that's an important part of Experience Jackson. And, and part of what we're trying to build here locally is that brand of Experience Jackson and the importance of what we do to bring folks to our community and to be proud of, of what we have here, not just the events and not just mm -hmm. the facilities, but the town and, and the city right. that we have. And we'll get to some of the events in a second, but I wanna talk about uh, MIS giving back to the community. It's, uh, you don't just uh, host a race and uh, go back to work. You go back to work and dive into the community. Well, I think as, as Craig pointed out, going all the way back to the Penske days of, uh, of uh, the track, it's been a long-standing tradition to be a part of the community and to give back. And we're proud since 2016 to have given its goods, its services, its service groups that are working the races. It's everything that we've done, uh, right around $3 million back to the community since then. And, and we look forward to continuing to do it. And without partners like Experience Jackson and, and many of the businesses, Firekeepers Casino, Corgan Oil, a lot of the businesses that we have, Henry Ford Health Systems, Consumer Ener Consumers Energy, there's there's no way we can do it so it really is a team effort yeah it's amazing and and i know people are wondering about uh the big event in july um, <laughs> out on the property is that is that going to happen this year yeah that was announced today uh, it'll be at 100 percent capacity okay. so uh, luke combs jason aldean among many uh, faster horses festival if you like country music if you like camping uh, tickets are on sale, fasterhorsesfestival.com, and uh, we're looking forward to a, I don't know if it's a great event. Typical camping, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you, I did not know this, but the largest registered campground in the state of Michigan is actually your property. Is so, like you said, you have you have luxury camping, you have. Uh, family camping. I mean, you, you can do whatever you want out there. You can. And we've got three great races in August, yeah. too, right? So we've got the Arca Series, uh, Menard Series race on Friday the, uh, the 20th. We've got the Xfinity, um, uh, Xfinity Series um, on, and I'm, I'm stumbling because I'm, I have partners in my yeah. mind that we haven't, yeah. we haven't announced the right. title partner, yeah, the, the entitlement partners yet, but we have right. them. And then, of course, the Firekeepers Casino 400, the NASCAR Cup Series. And as Craig pointed out, you know, one of 23 places in the world to host yeah. a Cup Series race right here and uh, looking forward yeah. to doing that uh, August 22nd. How about, on, and for both of you guys, the, the really improvement investment in the community, you look at uh, downtown, you know, you look at a lot of our infrastructure, a uh, couple, couple new hotels, which is obviously uh, great. It's, it's easier to invite people to Jackson now, I think? It, it is, and if you look at our downtown, I, I think I said it, I think I was on your dad's show last time I said it. If, if you were in Jackson five years ago, and you haven't been here since, I would challenge you to come downtown Jackson and, and tell us that it's actually not a much more beautiful, vibrant place mm -hmm. to come visit, a place to live. And that's, that's resonated into our communities and businesses like MIS and of course Consumers, Consumers Energy, uh, the hospital, all the support of those major businesses and really supporting the community, uh, again, builds that effort to, to make Jackson what it's become mm -hmm. in really the last 10 years. It's, it's really been an, uh, an amazing transformation. And again, I think I said it last time I was here, in the 80s, we were just Jackson. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of carried some of that mentality over. And that's really a goal of Experience Jackson is to remind everybody of what we do have, what we can be proud of, and to not just be Jackson, but yeah. be a great place to live and visit. Absolutely. And if, uh, if folks are coming in for the August weekend, it, it's more than racing. It's, uh, it's, it's just constant events and uh, things going on. Talk a little bit about uh, what people can 
uh, experience, whether it's the vendors or concerts or just things going on. Sure, we're, and we're still, you know, uh, still finalizing right. plans, right? <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, uh, you can expect us to encapsulate the whole experience. The, the Cup Series race is the pinnacle event of the weekend, right? Yeah. But you can camp all week long. Right. We have our Graves Family Campground where we have different quiet hours, different rules for families. We've got arts and crafts for kids. We've got movie nights, very family geared up. Uh, or you can go on our infield where we're gonna, you know, let yeah. you go all night long yeah. and, uh, and, and until the sun comes up. And, and I think what's so important when you look at Experience Jackson and what they do for our community, it's helping people understand and helping facilitate and partner and bring events in. Not just our cup races, but our night yeah. lights, uh, which this Absolutely. past year we did four years worth of business. People were so pent up dining it out. <laughs> and that was such a great yeah. safe way to do it. That went really well to our hockey tournament uh, that we do in the winter. So there's a lot more going on than just the races, including on race weekend. Yeah. Yoga, church, right. it's all there. Yoga. Come on down. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not a participant. I'll, I'll bring it down for you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he's, he's the athlete. Let me ask you, how, how are, is it trying to plan and, and during this pandemic when you have, you have tracks across the country with different rules wide open you're trying to book schedule plan and uh you know we really don't you really didn't know where we'd be at how, how difficult is that you know it, it's they're all different you've pointed you hit it on the nose but just fabulous leadership uh at nascar fabulous leadership within our company uh it's been a team effort uh not just within our company but with state regional local officials mm -hmm. to figure out what we can do in each place and uh it's been just a tremendous fabulous team effort and really proud to have been a part of it and our sport you know was the first sport to return Mm -hmm. uh, last year, it was also the only major sport to see an increase in its TV ratings and also the only major sport to play its full schedule last yeah, year. So a tremendous effort across the country to, to make it happen. And, and we raced here in Jackson oh last yeah. August. Unfortunately, we weren't allowed to have fans. We're so excited to look oh forward yeah. to having our fans back this year. And, and we're ready to take your orders if you want to yeah. uh, and, uh, and ready to go. And I know your fans are passionate and um, you guys both know this. You're here and I'm assuming you're hearing from your fans that are ready to, uh, to be back. Back. People are ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're ready to go. And we're ready to um, um, figure out exactly what that means. Sure. I, I would look forward to an announcement maybe next week in terms of all the exact details for our event. But um, at the end of the day, um, we've been um, planning as if, and then uh, to your point, lots of contingency plans right. depending on what we're allowed to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, Michael Jordan has got involved in NASCAR. It's kind of lift, lifted the sport, and um, we're seeing a lot of kind of celebrities get involved and owners. And you know, I've I've been watching some stories about drivers. There, are, I mean, they're already promoting, the, getting their kids in there. So we're gonna see, mm -hmm. we're gonna be seeing some mm -hmm. familiar names soon. What What do you see as the future of the sport? Well, you've got the next gen car, yeah. right? That's come out as well. You've got Michael Jordan. You've got Pitbull, uh, and just through this whole pandemic. Um, the sport has trended so well. Mm -hmm. uh, Sports Techie League of the Year, uh, top uh, top ten trending brand with Gen Z. Uh, so there's just been a lot of shift, a shift in attention for our sport, and a lot of really positive momentum. And that's showing up at the tracks, at the facilities. It's showing up in a lot of ways. So we're excited about it, and we're going to continue to embrace in Michigan, uh, as we have for the past five years, a real having that family environment and that summer fun and summer excitement and camping uh, environment for everybody and, and create a full experience around the whole event with, of course, the pinnacle being that Firekeepers Casino 400 on Sunday. It's gonna be exciting. One of the, one of, uh, the events you tell a lot is uh, the blood drive. Um, we have the blood drive and then also, there was, what was the other event that I'm always talking about? Oh, the cross, cross country, country finals yeah. that I'm always at. That was the one I'm Correct. thinking Well, and, and that's what, you know, Rick talked a little bit about the community support yeah. with uh, the service clubs that work in, in all the, the energy and just the community support of the economic development and the impact that they have. But there are also events like night lights, like the cross country meet, um, that are actually great events for the community to be a part of, right. uh, including the blood drive has mm -hmm. uh, uh, been great over the years. Uh, cross country, the finals have been there. 20 some years. This is the yeah. eighth, um, eighth yeah. year of faster horses. Right. Yeah. If you want to be old. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. Not, not, not new anymore, right? right. I mean, it's, yeah. But no, yeah, there, there are, and I know, you know, with the, with the business development department, they're, they're always looking for those events um, to support our community. And, and again, where else can you go on a weekend? I'm assuming the driving experiences are coming back. Mm -hmm. Can you go drive a race car mm -hmm. 20 minutes from where you live, you know, yeah. on, a, on, a, on a course? So again, we are blessed to have. Uh, Michigan International Speedway here in our community, in our backyard, 
and, and certainly all the things that it brings. Yeah, the feeling's mutual, right? Oh, so if absolutely. we don't have an active, experienced Jackson, an active leadership base in this uh, state, we're not, we're, not, we're not getting it done, right? Yeah. A lot of those events, you know, as much as we find them, they come too through people yeah. like Craig yeah. uh, giving a call and saying, hey, this group or that group and a connection. And, and I think the thing that really resonates with me because um, we added uh, both Nightlights and the hockey tournament uh, recently in the winter months, right? And people, when you, when you go downtown and you, you stop in the country market and you stop in Harold's and you stop in some of the places down in Brooklyn and you come up here and you stop mm -hmm. in a bunch of the places up here as well, people are seeing traffic that right. they wouldn't have seen. So it, it doesn't always have to be you oh, know, yeah. uh, you know, a, like a faster horses or a cup race, right. right? Big events. These little events bring traffic. They bring people into our communities. Yeah. They're stopping at our gas stations. They're stopping at our, mm -hmm. our uh, convenience stores. They're eating in our restaurants. So yeah, it's, well, I it's think important. we all have kids that play out of town sports. So we've spent a lot of money <laughs> yeah, yes, out of town with <laughs> gas stations yeah, and, and hotels. So, yep. um, what anything upcoming that uh, fans should be aware of at MIS? Anything I, on the horizon? I, I think just keep an eye on the website. Keep an eye okay. on, the, on the press. But right now, let's focus on faster horses. And a great Cup Series weekend, and uh, and we'll go from there. Sounds good. We can't wait. Rick Brenner, president of Michigan International Speedway, and tickets available now for Faster Horses and the Firekeepers Casino 400, and Craig Hatch from Experience Jackson. More of the morning show right after this break. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. What letting my light shine means to me is how God allows your passions to connect with what he does and what he's asking you to do. And so for me, my passion is dance and my passion is kids. And it's easy to let my light shine in those things because that's what I'm passionate about. And God has provided these opportunities for me to use what I love to do for his glory. You need a plumber, Grimes Plumbing Company. Licensed and insured, proudly serves the Jackson area with fast, reliable service and competitive pricing, both for repairs and new installs. For fast, reliable plumbing service, call Grimes Plumbing today. And remember, we love water. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Roseville, Lenaway, Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CNB is banking that stays in the community. Good weather is here and the Grand River Farmers Market is open in downtown Jackson. Shop fresh Michigan sourced food and quality products directly from local farmers and artisans every Friday and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Fresh fruits, vegetables, sweets, crafts, and so much more. Accepting cash, credit cards, EBT, and Double Up Food Bucks. Conveniently located at the corner of Mechanic and Pearl Streets along the Grand River. Welcome back to the morning show presented by the Pick Center. Andy, I know you're a big Disney fan. You know I am. Yes, and uh, Disneyland, I don't think you've been to Disneyland. No. But they are going to be soon home to a new attraction, the world's most expensive sandwich. They've got the um, new panini sandwich, 
will be on the Avengers campus when Disney California Adventure Park opens next week. $99.99. Really? The, yes. Do you know who wouldn't eat that? It's the Quantum Size Pimini Sandwich. It's uh, the theme of the movie Ant-Man Ant and the Wasp. They shrink, they get big, and they've got... Um, Honey, uh, I Shrunk the Kids? Something like that. <laughs> Honey, I shrunk, shrunk the Wasps. Also on the menu, uh, the world's largest soda, a can of soda. <laughs> now that I can do. $22.99, oversized can that is filled with soda. Noah? Would you carry around a soda around your neck yeah. on a strap? Have you been to Epcot with me? <laughs> um, now, it's just expensive in general, right, yeah. at Disney? I mean, I think you picked up the check at that Italian restaurant at Epcot. Oh, that's right. That was probably yeah. pricey, right? It's a good it thing Todd didn't eat. Um, <laughs> I'd like to wish my friend Steve Fellows a happy 40th birthday. He's watching in Charlotte. I tried FaceTiming him, but he, he knows that. Refused to? He, yeah, he refused it, so uh -huh. um, whatever. Happy birthday, Steve Fellows. 40. Most of my friends are a year older than me. I've designed that hmm. uh, pretty well. So. Yeah, you always hung around with the older kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. So, mm. you know, one thing I forgot to ask Rick is, you know, they've got a lot of fans from Canada, you know, Faster That's right. Horses. And, um, you know, they get a lot of NASCAR fans from Canada. And, you know, they still can't come. So mm. I don't know what the situation's going to be. How are they going to do that? I feel like that border area is going to need to get under control at some point. There's a lot of uh, a lot of economy that goes through there. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's a lawsuit that was just filed. Uh, the Wrigley Company, owned by Mars, has filed a complaint against several cannabis companies for making their uh, edible marijuana product look like candy. Well, hmm. that's pretty close. <laughs> that's, un really, it's unbelievable. I can't, it's unconscionable that these uh, companies... Who has snack for soccer next week? Sorry. <laughs> 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 um, Unfortunately, there have that, been... That's, pr that's a problem. That is a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I would sue the heck I don't out even of those think, people. Yeah, that's fake. No. It's not fake. I no, mean, it's, that can't. According to the New York Times, uh, and this graphics from the New, really? New York Times, yes, huh. that's a product, Cannabis, that is being marketed, and they've ripped off, obviously, Starburst. Wow. But a lot of people have, um, um, a lot of kids have accidentally um, eaten the uh, edible candy, well, edible marijuana candy. You know, I mean, beer cans and liquor bottles are all designed and fancy and things like that, yeah. you know, so this is just the next, uh, the next thing. Hmm. So I, I have to run right now. Where are you I going? have to go to the wax museum at Queens Elementary School. Hmm. Uh, that's today and it's nine to 1030. So. Do, you, do you know that several years ago, one of the kids at the wax museum, they dressed as me. I know. Yeah. I <laughs> can't believe that. And did you, did we end up paying that kid's tuition? No, we did not. I, and it wasn't even a, anyone we were related to or, or knew. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. It was just a... I'll let you know if I see any uh, Bart Hollies today at Queens, but I don't think I will. No, probably not. No. That was a one-of, one-of-a-kind, one one-time yeah, one one only. So. Mm -hmm. so that's where I'm headed, and uh, yeah, that's that. All right, who's on uh, tomorrow's show? Tomorrow we have with us Dr. Donna O'Neill from the Pick Center, and then we'll also have Patrick O'Dowd from the Jackson Chamber of Commerce. And Butch Irwin is our guest. He's from Comfort Keepers. And guess what? They're hiring as well. I know you're probably shocked to hear that. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's cool. Who do you have today? Uh, later on, hope you can join us at 1 o'clock. We have Shelly Kaspritsky from Michigan Humanities, Hakeem Crampton, and Xavion. Jones from Community Action Agency Youth Build, Monica Moser from the Community Foundation, Kelly Burkoflin from ShopRat, they're back in business, and Corey Mays will have uh, the lineup of the DDA events starting this Friday with the cruise night. Sounds great. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it. We'll see you this afternoon.